Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. And we're back with the Luke and Pete show. It is Thursday. I do hope you're keeping well. Uh, we ended uh, the last show, uh, Luke, we were talking about import, export, um, candy and uh, snack choices. Now, not something we've spoken about before on this show, but I really have to express a deep and undying love for the Takis Fuegos uh, range of uh, crisps. Corn snacks, crisps, they're hot. I think they might be Mexican. They are delicious. I've never heard of them. Tell me more. Mm. A bit like a spicy uh, Cheetos, uh, but more aggressive. They taste like they've got a bit more like habanero or uh, like some kind of chili in there. Oh, it's Arf- bloody lovely. I can't, if you ever get the opportunity, arsenic. <laughs> you could have arsenic in it, yeah. My, my f- but if you ever get the chance, Luke, I, I heartily recommend those. Oh, so I've actually I'm literally just made a note of that right now because I love a mm. savoury snack and I would just put, bring mm. this one to the table. My favourite crisps are the Spanish brand Torres. Now, before oh, yeah. before you all look, everyone listening looks that up online and goes, bloody hell, they're about £8 a bag. Sometimes they yeah. are about £8 a bag. I don't know why, because I think if you get them from Amazon Fresh, they might have some kind of um, supply problem or something, or maybe they're imported. But the black truffle... Right version of torres and i'm speaking about i'm speaking from the point of view of a man from the working classes who used to hate posh crisps with a passion because i thought it was an absolute insult to the proper people of this fair island but i've come i'm i've been i'm a full i'm a full convert now torres black truffle the best <laughs> crisp you can buy i mean i'll never i'll never look back i'll never go back now i, I just always find with the posh crisps the etirals etc that they uh are the, the they're too oily and too crisp and, too and, and it's kind of like they fracture in your mouth yeah. too hard yeah there's no that walkers are delicious uh, you know i love me pringles even though they just reconstituted dust yeah but um yeah i just i just don't understand why why we're in a situation eating crisps that are just too hard my beef with my beef with the with the posh crisp phenomenon used to be that you know when um some bright spark in the video game industry thought ah oh, people love video games why don't we market a video game console with adults and we'll make a load of money because adults have got more money than kids have, right? Someone <laughs> right. basically went, what are the working classes eating? They're eating a lot of crisps. I'm the same. I used to, I eat loads of crisps. And, and they've said, well, middle-class people have got more money, so why don't we market them at middle-class people? And instead of calling them salt and vinegar crisps, we'll call them sea salt and balsamic vinegar of Modena potato crisps mm. and more people will buy yeah. them we could charge a pound extra and what we'll do is we'll cut them slightly thicker so they're really hard and um we'll put more oil in them so they're greasier um 
which presumably I guess will make people eat more or drink more beer. And it was a very callous, cynical marketing ploy. But unfortunately, Pete, as I sit here in 2021, in the middle of a pandemic with crisps being partly the only enjoyment I get out of life, I'm a full convert now. I think what's happened is I've tried all the other crisps and now I've just moved mm. on to the big expensive ones. The big ones. If, if, if you refuse to eat any snack these days that doesn't have a Victorian uh, man with a stovepipe hat on with a, looking through a telescope yeah. on the front. Well, you and I, you and yeah, I met for our mutual love, of, um, mutual love of steampunk, so that makes perfect sense. But I, I would say <laughs> I treat every savoury snack the same, no matter if it's £5 a bag or 20p a bag. I will happily eat yeah. a cheese ball as much as I'll happily eat a Torres black truffle. Yeah, Transformer snack uh, compared Can to you still a, a find Fab- them? not Faber's egg. You can't eat them. Oh yeah, I love a Transformer snack. Love making little cars, making them drive in your mouth. Lovely old job. Yeah, I didn't know if you could still Lovely find them. Old job. Yeah, you can see them. What were the ones? Space Raiders who had that like kind of B Jam's pound stretcher version of David Bowie on the front. Mm. Enjoyable. No, that actually was David Bowie. That was his first endorsement. Oh, it was, it, yeah, in the eighties when he was down his luck a bit. Uh, I've been noticing. Um, is it but is it Happy Socks or something? Some kind of sock brand have managed to get um, a Bowie licensing deal. I noticed. Oh um, really? Which is uh, yeah, David Bowie, Bowie boy, boy. It doesn't boy, matter. Isn't it? Um, yeah, it's it, cool it kind of does. It upsets me. Um, but uh, and I'm still getting it wrong. Yeah, no. But I, I saw like Happy Socks or Happy Feet or something. They've they've got a they've got a big Bowie licensing deal. So you know, mm. now he's gone. Cha ching. Um, <laughs> the yeah. estate must eat. I got a. Um, I remember like a load of um, celebrities after David Bowie died, a load of celebrities who were friends with him, doing interviews, mm. and every single one of them was saying to the interviewer, "Yeah, the thing about David was he's a very private man. You know, he wouldn't have said anything about his private life, and you know, you know, this happened and that happened." I was thinking, "Well, why are you fucking saying it then?" Why are you yeah. saying it? <laughs> Respect the Completely man's wishes. Um, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I just talk about a TV program that David Bowie, to my knowledge, has never been on the celebrity version of, um, and, that, uh, and that's come okay. that's come dine with me, because I you said the jump. It suddenly occurred to me um, the other day. My wife and I, mm. every Sunday morning, we have a little tradition. Right. Now, on the on for, for those who are listening internationally. Um, in the UK, we have a channel here called um, 4-7, right? And it's kind of like a collection of different programs from Channel 4. And a lot of the time, right. they'll play them out in bulk. It's almost like an on-demand type thing, but on the TV, and they play things out in bulk, right? And every Sunday at 9 a.m., they do a week's worth of Come Dine With Me in a row, right? So they'll do 9 through right, to yeah. 11.30, five episodes, Monday to Friday, but in a row. And my you'll, wife- do, you'll do anything to not watch J-League. Yeah, I probably, I probably will. I, I, mate, it's hard enough to get a lot of football past my good lady wife as it is, let alone on a Sunday morning. But anyway, knowing that she knows that for the whole rest of Sunday, there'll be Premier League on. Um, the, um, the, the Come Dine With Me tradition we've got is that we take it in terms to make brunch for each other and then we watch all of the Come Dine With Me's back to back, right? And we talk about the different right, contestants yeah, nice. and the meals and the little mm-hmm. themes. And when I was watching it last Sunday... Um, it really struck me that actually, Pete, you would be the absolute best ever come dine with me guest. Like, why? What? Well, because you know the, the legendary. Um, now get off my property. I hope you I hope this makes you very yeah. happy. Buy some decorum lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got all the decorum of a reversing dump truck with no tires on that guy. So he's he's <laughs> he's your kind of he's your Tiger Woods of come dine with me, right? Everyone knows him. 
Yeah, but I don't think yeah, you can yeah, watch yeah. that episode now because I think it's been removed for some reason. Anyway, Donnie, you would be perfect because you are very likable. You're very quirky. They always look for quirkiness because when, when you're making the dinner at your house on your episode, people kind of root around your house trying to find stuff. They better find amazing stuff about you. Oh, they wouldn't know what job you do. And you would also yeah. um, be a really pleasant, polite house guest. I reckon you would absolutely shoo in, definitely win. And I, on that note, I want to know, what would you cook for your Come Dine With Me experience? Right. I mean, first thing first, they don't look for the quirky. They don't look for the pleasant. They look for the sociopaths. They look for the people who uh, could start a fight in an empty room. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. I was, I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be nice. All those things apply to you. <laughs> um, I would cook. What would I cook? What have Japanese I been thing, presumably. Recently? Yeah, I I had a lot. I've I've been making a lot of uh, pretty advanced. I had kimchi for breakfast, and then I had some after afters on my breakfast. I had a little bit of uh, delicious um, chocolate cereal. So I mean, that's and then I did half an hour on the little exercise machine. So that that's my day. Effective. I mean, that's how I start. You're not going to win with that kind of approach. <laughs> do you have a dish that you yeah, can I'm cook? Though? Do you have like a meal that you can cook that you, it's your go-to? That if people are coming for dinner, oh, I am. A, I'm very good at pancakes. <laughs> That's all I've got for you, Lou. All I've got is any any kind of batter. I'm pretty good at frying stuff. I'm pretty good at I'm pretty good at going. Sarah, I'm gonna go into the kitchen and I'm going to surprise you. And it's never going to be a good surprise, <laughs> but it's going to be a surprise. You're going to be surprised about what we had in our freezer. We, you really will. And and a lot of the things you think wouldn't be able to cook be cook, cooked straight from frozen because of salmonella. And but you'd be I right. Will have a good go. <laughs> you'd be right. Luckily, she's got a very good constitution. But, uh, um, uh, yeah, I, I I do just find stuff in the freezer. I had a bar- we had a barbecue. On uh, Saturday, I found one of those little portable barbecues in uh, my little palace, I like to call the garage, yeah. and uh, made a little bit of food. Um, put um, I, I put scallops on there. I put like bits of chicken on there, chicken uh, See, uh, uh, well. sausages and stuff. We had a lovely old time. It was delicious. That would go down well. Get people into the garden, do them a little barbie. The other thing you've got to learn, there's, yeah. there's a lot of lessons. To, so a lot of lessons to be learned from the TV show Come Dine With Me. A couple of them now, I'll just tell mm. you. One is that you can't spend too much time in the kitchen away from your guests. Your guests don't like that. Yeah. They want you to spend time with yeah. them, right? The second one is that um, you've got to think carefully about your entertainment because you've got to do entertainment as well, right? And a lot of it yes. is really thoughtful and really well done but it's too niche i'll give you an example there was a guy who cooked on last week's one and he did like a senegalese themed meal right because his wife mm. is from senegal no one liked it pete they couldn't get on board with it they didn't know what they were doing they, they just it was too exotic for oh, them right. he did this, there was some what amazing was... african dancing in the garden between main yeah. course and dessert i'd have absolutely loved it they it was it was on yeah. it fell on deaf ears did they all feel like um, I don't know Boris Johnson on a away day? It just it seems a bit like I, I can't really sort of get old Theresa May having a dance with some yeah, kind a little of like bit. And I th- villagers I think, or something. I think what they probably do is they plan their entertainment section before they've met the people they're on the show with, and so they don't get a chance to <laughs> to, to kind of read the room. So yeah, if, you're, okay. if you're committing to like a big long session of um, Senegalese dancing, and you can't change it. It's a low percentage play because I don't know if, I don't know if people know what mm. to do. You much? Do you not think it's a? 
do you, do you not think all of this, that all of the kind of choices that are made are kind of pre-done at the interview stage by producers anyway? Because you find on on, on shows like uh, like that that the producers have clearly went right. You've got to do it. like Don't Tell the Bride is a really good example of um, you get a very finite amount of choices. Like you go right, I'm into music, so we're going to have like an indie themed wedding, or I'm into the the banana boat in Ibiza, so we're going to have a beach wedding. You know what I mean? All that stuff that comes up, they've clearly been cajoled yeah. into let corral down a certain path and they can't really break out of it. No, because and I think in principle, you're absolutely spot on, but I'm going to give you a little bit of insight here into Come Dine With Me and the beauty behind <laughs> it, right? It's on its 46th season, Pete. The production company's given up. They've given up. They'll have anyone on there. They'll have anyone <laughs> on there now. So what's happened is it's gone full circle, the reality thing with Come Dine With Me. They just need people. They need bodies now. So they'll do it. Yeah. They'll let anyone need- on there. Can I interest you in uh, a slightly more um, down at heel uh, kind of um, show on that theme, Dinner Date on ITV? Not seen it. Talk to me. It's exactly the same as Come Dine With Me. But um, a woman or a man uh, or anyone uh, starts with um, five or six menus and behind every menu is a person who wants to, who's down to fuck. And uh, <laughs> you've got to kind of, you've got to cajole that person into um, wanting to, 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 to know you a bit better by cooking a, a great meal. And, and the problem is a lot of kids nowadays, and, and it is a lot younger, it does skew a lot younger, um, They've only got one interest, and that's the gym. So they're oh, kind yeah. of limited by their choices. They're kind of limited by their diet. Um, they all they, they don't drink very much. They don't they don't, they don't eat you know extravagant meals. They don't really know what a lot of the food is uh, on the menus, and they always pronounce it wrong. <laughs> it's just protein. Um, it's it's, it's just protein you, bars. Yeah, if you love that, honestly, some of the chat is nuclear bollocks they have not they cannot speak they 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 literally have no interests apart from going to the gym and socializing uh and they can't talk in my opinion maybe it's just the people they choose the subset that that agree to be on dinner date for some fucking reason um but they're all as thick as mints the lot of them i I just but i still watch it because it's on after buying and selling my favorite tv show (laughs) yeah i've not seen it but i have seen it advertised producer nat's telling me in my in my chat box that um she loves dinner date. The food is always awful, and so is the chat. They clearly just want to yeah. bang. So that's basically what you've said, Hon- Pete. Honestly, it's uh, and and you know, I, I don't know whether that's lads who you find in all bar one at eleven o'clock, yeah. who are down to clown. Uh, yeah. I, if that's what is that their afraid? chat is, but the lads are just so fucking dry. Yeah, hot to trot. Yeah. Um, they're so yeah. dry. Like they, they just can't. They, they've got no chat to them, uh, and and it, there's nothing about the world makes me fear for the for the youth of today. But dinner date, <laughs> in particular, makes so me. So they have worry to cook the dinner because... for the. So basically, they cook dinner for a different person every day, and they choose their favourite at the end of the mm. week. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, it's exactly the same format right. as, as 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 that, and and also um, and you get rated with stars rather than numbers, uh, and you you. They you, just uh, pick the most you, attractive one, uh, right? Basically. You can usually tell. You can usually tell. It's like that kind of. Uh, it's kind of that old um, joke that SNL used to do about the Bachelor or the Bachelor. No, yeah, the Bachelor. Um, the Bachelor never chose the the, the minority, the the, the the black girl or, right. or, the, or the minority right. uh, on that show. So if if you if you're um, a minority, you rarely get picked. If you're not blonde and tall with big old boobies. As a woman, you never I'm get chosen. I'm quite in here. Uh, Blonde at all. Yeah. Big up, I'm fucking la- I'm laughing. I should enter. 
You just summed me up and, perfectly. And, and the men and the men are just wet, absolute wet boys. So it's it's really fun if you want to sort of go, oh dear. So the, the world be, the is best, going to shit. The best version of reality <laughs> show, um, like dating shows, has got to be the absolute apotheosis of these types of things, which is either Rock of Love with the guy from um, Poison. What's his name? Brett someone. Mm, right, yeah. Uh, and or Flavor Michaels? of Love with Flavor Flav. <laughs> those were the those were the absolute apex. Like they're, obviously they're American, not British. But I'll, but I'll check yeah. out. I'll check out dinner date. I mean, to be honest, it, the thing Mate, the reason... you're gonna love it. Go, it's it'll be on by the time we finish this recording. Get stick on the telly, ITVB. It's always on, and it's got the same kind of production as well. You have you've got a sarcastic. I think it's the woman who used to be on a BBC uh, Two. Uh, I think it was um, Peter Lager and a packet of crisps. It's it's the shorter, curly haired lady. She not she Sheridan does the um, she's doing all sorts of bits and pieces. Not Sheridan days. Smith. No, no she's she, not getting your Smith on. But there. she but she would but she would uh, she just does like kind of cheeky little um, commentary Donnie, behind Donnie. it, much like much like. Uh, uh, if you're offering dinner date to Smith, you're not getting through the agent's door, are you? Well, she's doing that dog show, isn't it? She, I mean, she's 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 kind of easing off the the acting roles and the theatrical uh, roles and just going straight in with uh, uh, with little little easy presenting roles. Am I getting little diggery dancing on there as a voiceover or not? What do you mean on on what? Would you, would you do the voiceover on dinner date if you were offered it? I'd take anything. I don't <laughs> have any video jobs, and that's why you'll never get it. Don't have an agent. <laughs> That's right. You'll me. never get it. Someone call boy. me. Help. Look, I, 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 I'll do the only VO I can get is Stakano VOs, <laughs> and I do them myself. <laughs> Before we get to uh, the break, I, I just want to say my my <laughs> tastes for these types of shows are a little bit more common or garden. So I prefer the ones that are on during the day. I don't really like the youth culture ones. I like your come diamond me's. I like your four in the beds. They're great. Where you go? Well, they go and oh, rate each other's you go... Yeah. Look, uh, do it tonight. Watch, give us a review next time around. Watch a bit of dinner date. It's it ticks a lot of boxes. So the good thing about said, the I, good thing about four in a bed is that essentially the people on it are so petty they they completely forget yeah. after the first five minutes that essentially it's a marketing exercise for your establishment. And that if you are really yeah. nice, it's the best advert you can ever get. No, they want the, they want yeah. to win the fifty quid. No, they, <laughs> they want to be petty. And yeah. go, I didn't like the way that happened. Tomato was cooked. Yeah. It's disgusting. What you could do is you could be the nicest people ever. Show what great hosts you are and get a load of business, mm. repeat business for your for your business. Or you could run your yeah. finger around a toilet bowl five times and complain about a pube. Guess what they choose? And if you guess what they choose. <laughs> and, if you, and if you go first, you're always going to be in a situation where look, you're either t- if you're nice, you're absolutely fine. But if you go in hard, it's really obvious who's done each individual review after a while, uh, and people will mark you down. It's it's it's, yeah. it's a lose lose situation if you if you go in hard. It's a tip. For Silly. I, 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 Silly. I want my B and B room to be clean. I'm not going to put my finger down the plug hole to see if there's a pube in there. And and nor are no. many many guests. So bear that in mind. Not unless I'm very I'd hungry. I'd be interested. <laughs> I'd be not unless I dropped a skittle down there. I'd be very <laughs> I'd be very interested among our lovely listening community to know where they think the prime day to win come dine with me is because for me I think you probably want to be going on the Monday. Everyone's positive. No one's got a hangover. Just yeah. don't get it wrong. Don't make any basic errors. You're going to post a very, very high early score, I think. Um, but I'll be interested. Email us in, hello at lukeandpeacher.com. If you're a fan of Come Dine With Me, 
maybe you've done the maths. Maybe you're like Ali Dalo of Monday Show, but you've you've done the maths of <laughs> statistically on, what, in a spreadsheet. What the best day is in a spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. They they they, they do say I, I, I know a couple of people who actually didn't come down with me, and they are um, both celebrity and not. But they it does it is a long day of filming every day, and you're obviously filming for an entire uh, five day period, mm. and it is literally seven in the morning to th- like two in the morning. Right. It's a long, long filming day. So you're in a situation where, yeah, the, the, the ones at the end of the week, things are going to be, people are going to be tired. People are going to be hung over. People don't want to cook. Hate each people other, are yeah. knackered. I, I, I don't I want Friday. Do you? you don't want Friday, do you, on that? No, nobody wants Friday. Nobody wants Friday. Nobody's up for dancing. Do they draw around. out of a hat, Up for belly dancing <laughs> in a fez. No one's up for that. Do you think they draw it out of a hat then? Probably, maybe they do. I don't know. It just—it's it, probably just worked out logistically. Mm. Uh, this is closest to the to the bus station or the airport for everyone to get back. <laughs> All right, listen. I'll check out dinner date ahead of next uh, next week's shows. Right. Uh, let's have cool. a quick break. Do, it. Um, do get in touch. Hello at lukeandpeatshow dot com, and we'll read out some of your emails. And that's exactly what we're going to do after this break. Lovely. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This week at Sukarnov. On Clash of the Titles, things got a little awkward when Alex, Vicky and Chris discussed the Incredible Hulk going to the hairdressers. Have you never had a haircut? And gone, oh, that is not what I asked for. I can't remember what it's like to go to the hairdressers. <laughs> oh, God, sorry, sorry. That's triggering, sorry. That's on me. Bad move, yeah, bad absolutely. Yeah, that is on you. Yeah. Absolutely, I didn't, I forgot. 
I forgot. Because we haven't seen you for such a yeah. long time. We forgot you've got no <laughs> I'm hair. I'm still poor. So. Yeah, it hasn't grown back <laughs> magically since okay. we last spoke. <laughs> And over on Football Ramble presents the On the Continent team have been keeping you across all the European knockouts as well as a possible title race in League 1 as well. Icardi can be so frustrating because he can be just one of the most impressive finishers. But you know, when he's not quite on it, he's kind of like the David Blaine in football. Like he spends a lot of time in a box not doing anything. <laughs> Find Clash of the Titles and Football Ramble presents on your favourite podcast player and listen now. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. And it's time for more of the Luton Peach You thought you got away with not listening to any more, but you came back, you kept listening. What have you, you know, why Why didn't you leave us? Why didn't you find something else better to do? But no, no, Turn it off around. now, you um, can't. Send off now, I dare you. Um, hello, LukePitchShow.com is the way to do it. We're talking about um, uh, the old Ben Breakfast Show. I would very much like a read as to whether the following is acceptable, right? Hello, LukePitchShow.com. Does anybody else do this, right? I am seriously considering a little kettle and packets of shortbread on a tray in the bedroom. <laughs> Who's going to replace because- it? Say again. Who's going to replace it every time you Who's eat your shortbread? Re- That's just magically appear, you know. Well, yeah, but we just we'd have enough shortbread. For, I, I don't eat a lot of shortbread. I, I could probably get away with not eating the shortbread, and after a while, it would start to go stale anyway. But I reckon to get that kind of hotel home away from home kind of feeling, <laughs> I think instead of getting a teas made, which as you all know is, is quite kind of like seventies and quite antiquated. Oh, it's very it's swingers. Quite, it's swingers. If you buy a teas made, you're a swinger. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than that, a dogger. But um, yeah, 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 it's like it's like I I I do have a little fridge, little mini fridge, little little kind of beer fridge, um, filled, filled with milk or, in the milk garage. or however you take it in the garage, uh, and 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 just you know when you get up, you don't have to really sort of leave the bedroom. You can sort of pour yourself a cup of tea. Is that what it's come to in terms of holidays in, the, in this pandemic life we're living? I'm having, a, I'm having a staycation. What does that mean? I've put a tray with a mini kettle and some shortbread in my bedroom. <laughs> can, I, can I also say, this speaks to the very heart of the two different types of people in this world, though. Um, and I, I, I'm very much a a and b kind of guy. When, when Mimi and I go away in the UK, we'll just find mm. the nicest B&B we can afford and we'll stay there because Here's the it. service is always so Ugh. good, right? My really good friend, Dan, he is like the, the absolute uh, polar opposite to that, right? He goes away a lot with business and he says, the moment I step foot in a hotel, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be spoken to. I want to be left alone. No. Imagine, Donna, you're a bit like this yeah. as well. He says, completely agree. He says, sometimes he'll go away for two weeks. He'll go to the Far East or to Australia, a long old trip where he's away for a couple of weeks and he'll yeah. stay in the same hotel. He puts a do not disturb sign on for the whole two weeks. He doesn't want anyone touch coming into his room. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I think, yeah. in a way, that is a bit perverted. Well, if you'd have seen what I got up to in my room, I would agree. And that's yeah, why I <laughs> Well, I always sort of think like, like you know, you, you you've had a long trip, and I'm not saying I do this, but I'm saying like a lot of people will sort of they've had a long trip, they they're, they're flying alone, they'll get to their room, and I've said it before, they, they'll do a poo, they'll probably masturbate, and that's the first two things they'll do in that room, and the room must be thinking. 
This is only going to get worse. But they that's, work that's at a the hotel. They know doing. that people go for shits and masturbate and have sex. They know it's a hotel. No, but a hotel room. Like, imagine the 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 the, the, the like. A hotel room, what it's thinking. It's gone, this is only going to escalate. Yeah. It's going to be just at the wall. There's going to be blood everywhere. It's going to be horrible. Well, if you're starting with well, a poo. turn to taking a turn. <laughs> so my friend Phil runs a and b a guest house, and he says, you won't believe someone yeah. in the state that people leave rooms in. Just He said, don't think oh, because you've been brought up well that everyone has, because sometimes it's an absolute disgrace. Yeah, but- I bet. But I, I have got... Um, my most recent Airbnb review was that I left it as clean as a pin. I'm very good at cleaning up after I, before I leave. I don't leave anything in a mess. No, you are but overly the things polite. I get up to. You are overly polite <laughs> to the point where I actually find it quite annoying. Um, but, but no, I, I would just say that um, the, the, the advantage, and people should email that. We will come on to some of your emails and some of your battery brands in a minute, but people should let us know what type of person they are because you can be split into these two camps. And I think, um, for example... Mimi and I went to Bruges for her birthday one year and we, I got an amazing deal on a hotel. I don't know how I was able to do it. I think it was fairly last minute and we stayed at this place called mm. The Heritage, a beautiful five-star hotel. Not the sort of place you normally stay in, but, you know, sometimes you get lucky and you get a good deal. And um, they were so good that when you went out sort of sightseeing for the day, they would come into your room in the afternoon, give you all brand new sheets and everything, everything perfectly spick and span. They'd leave handmade chocolates and handwritten notes on the bed for you to say, I hope you've had a lovely day. Have this chocolate. Come and see us in the bar for a drink. We'd love to see you. It's a beautiful service. And surely you're not going to get that if you behave like a perverted recluse like you, Donson. That's got to be, yeah, but that's got to be, a, uh, yeah, but I mean, part of that is clearly the personal touch. Uh, it, there is a there is an expectation for for a decent and hefty tip as as they as oh, they should they be. No and I'll still leave a tip even though they've. <laughs> but even if they, uh, even if they, even if nobody you know dirties their boot, boots in, in my room um, over five or six days, um, I'll still get a pretty hefty tip. But I just, I, I just, I just prefer every morning and evening not to be disturbed by someone coming in and offering me a towel it's like it's fine i'm not what do you think i'm doing to the towels that are going to be so dirty that i've, I've had the same towel for like 15 years in my house <laughs> that's what you say to them <laughs> yeah i'm not, like i don't know what how you what you do your towels at home or your bed spreads but i'm fine five days fine before yeah, that, we change i think so I, I think i think that's you don't need to change your bed your bed in more than once in a week i don't think <laughs> Generally. Anyway, no. listen, let me do a couple of no. these battery brands because it's Thursday and that's what we do on a Thursday. Um, okay. Will Taylor has sent in this, P a Zern battery, Z-E-R-N-E, Zern. To me, that is a new player. Uh, can you confirm that, uh, Peter? I've not heard, I've not got a great memory, as you well know, but Zern, no, that does not ring a bell. So That does not even um, charge up a bell for it to be able to be rung. So same. So congratulations to you, Will Taylor. Mm. You officially are part of the club. You've brought a new player to enter the game with. Wes Kogan's been in touch with a Daily Max. I'm afraid, despite your best efforts, Wes, a Daily Max is not a new player. So better luck next time. And Michael mm. Hayhoe on Instagram, at Luke and Pete Show, sent in a Kendall Large Capacity Strong Alkaline, which <laughs> I think is a new player. Peter? 
Yeah, Kendall's the sort of thing you would see in a in a, a B and B that um, Kendall would be on the table next to Kendall Mincake. <laughs> that looks lovely and a really sort of retro um, blue and yellow styling. Yeah, to so it. another Very another new player from you. Well done, Michael. Kendall, large capacity, strong alkali enters the vault. Um, as a new player entering the game. <laughs> Two out of three this week. Very, very good. Keep those coming in. Mm. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. If you're a new listener to this show, we identified a couple of years ago that in electronics, you get a load of really randomly named batteries, and we are trying to build up the world's biggest collection of them. So try and get mm. a new player. Try and get a new battery that we haven't seen before. Email a picture of it. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com or Instagram and or tweet us with it at LukeandPeteShow. Peter, have you got an email? Uh, yes, I have. Um, and it's from Joel from Charlottesville, uh, Charlottesville, Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. Um, we talk a lot about well, oh, dad not behavior. That we also talk. It. What? Oh, the, um, the, the tiki mat, the tiki yeah. torches, the tiki torches. Oh, sad. That's what, what that those guys for now. That's really sad. Sorry about that, Joel. I didn't mean to bring it down. <laughs> Sorry, Joel. Um, Hello all. I just thought I'd flag this up, uh, this news item out of Denver, Colorado from Saturday, uh, where a plane had to return to Denver airport after suffering an engine failure. Spectacular video. Yeah. Wasn't it, Luke? Frightening. I don't know you, you, Absolutely you, you chilling. It. Um, I, no, I, I think with anything like that, when you look out the when, when someone films uh, an engine that is on fire, it's, it's, it's kind of smoldering with, with a few small uh, fires breaking out on it, and it's still kind of going, it's still kind of sat there. Um, I, I find that very heartening. No, let that, me tell you something. I will only watch, with such redundancy. Listen, I will only watch those types of videos if I know that all's well that ends well. <laughs> Normally, uh, Joel from Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, wouldn't bother me uh, and Luke about things like this, but the plane in question dropped part of its engine on a residential neighborhood. Oh, really? Uh, this reminded me. Oh, mate. So this reminded me of when Luke shared some information about planes shearing off its engine mid-flight in case of emergency from a show from a few weeks ago. Uh, no one was hurt, but someone did end up with a massive piece of airplane in the front yard, a la uh, Donnie Darko. The model of the plane, the Boeing 777. Um, I did see that picture, and it looks like a big toilet seat oh, really? <laughs> in the front garden. It's incredible. It really is. Um, another quick story about some dad behavior, if you're interested. Uh, this story is not mine, but my dad's story about his dad. My grandfather worked as a pediatrician, but was born into poverty in the 1920s. As a child of the Depression, he had a lot of difficulty, difficulty throwing out food, even after it had gone bad. Once he even scraped the mold off bacon and put it back in the fridge. It was unclear uh, if it was ever consumed, as my dad's siblings disagree on the outcome of that story. My grandfather passed away back in 2019, and all his dad chat is reminding me of some of the things he used to do. Um, thank you for making a lockdown more bearable. Uh, and he, he, d- he does um, compare the show to uh, Wow, yeah, Javis Merchant and Bill Kington, which we'd have to take uh, uh, um, we'd have to take uh, opposition uh, to no, because much better than that. celebrated and popular. Yeah, <laughs> well, someone was having a go. We were talking about a big um, ape war, uh, and somebody was having a go on Twitter that it was a, a, a story that they covered on Monkey News in I think it was 2006 or seven. Fuck now, me. it's a long time ago. Yeah, and also Pete, a, how are we going to remember? It, B like, monkeys, are, monkeys are my forte. It was it was a chimp, not ape. That's an uncharacteristic error by you. Is it? They were chimps, not apes. Have a, have a think about what you just said. Oh, uh, what? what? Chimps aren't apes. I know. I didn't have say that. Have yourself. I... We're getting out of here. <laughs> have I made a faux pas myself there? You did, yeah. Chimps are apes, mate. Sorry, mate. I know this is your specialist subject. The big apes. I, I, I... Lesser apes. Gibbons. Yeah, that's the, the problem. Big boys. So you... You're talking your gorillas, the orangs. You, you, you confuse me because all you do is send me gibbon gifts. 
on WhatsApp. I love a gibbon and it gif. It poisoned my poison my mind with your four gibbons, your four <laughs> non apes. <laughs> oh dear! Right, let's get out of here. We're clearly exhausted by this whole thing. Uh, hello, LukeandPeteShow.com. Get in touch on the Twitter, Luke and Pete Show, uh, and that will be fielding your messages and uh, stuff on the Instagram uh, at Luke and Pete Show. Yeah, and if you want to, um, if you want to kind of send us in topics to talk about, you want to give us observations on the Instagram or the Twitter, and uh, then by all means do. Uh, do um do let us know on there. It doesn't have to be the old traditional email, um, and we'll be happy to chat about it. You know, I, I bet you thought it wasn't possible to do ten minutes on come dine with me, but you were wrong. So, um, no. we are capable of of almost anything, and mostly um, the things we are capable of are absolutely horrific. So bear that in mind, and have a lovely weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye, Tata. Farewell. And it's goodbye from me as well. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.